I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. relational. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Relational. Today we are talking about loving yourself enough to want change. That is such a big topic. I mean, because first of all, what's keeping you where you are right now? Yeah. Like, are things good? Or if they're not good, why do you need to change? What's motivating you to want to change? Yeah, what's inside you that's saying this could be better? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like that that's the that's the point where you get to where you're looking at your life or your relationships, wherever, wherever you're feeling slightly off and feeling like this could be better. How do I make it better? Do I want to make it better? Even though I know it could be. Yeah, and the thing that we're really clear about is that people often move away from pain more than they move toward pleasure. So if your place where you are right now is not painful enough to make you want to change, the thing that you're wanting to change to has to be so compelling that you will do whatever it takes because the pain's not enough. So often if we're in pain, we will do something to get out of that pain. Now we might not make sweeping changes, but we'll do at least a little bit to get out of that pain. And the thing is, really understanding what it is you're trying to do. What are you trying to accomplish? You know, yeah. so if you're in, in some kind of pain, are you looking for a change that's going to keep you from having that pain in the future? Or are you looking for something that's just going to get you out of that pain temporarily? And where does loving yourself come into making that decision? Yeah, because when you're at a point where you're thinking of making that kind of decision, you're basically at the precipice of choosing yourself or not. Because that's what it comes down it comes down to when you're looking for something to be better, when you're looking for something to change, you're you're wanting that because you want to choose yourself. You want to choose your happiness over what's going on around you because you're not happy. And it can feel really selfish to do that because oftentimes when you're wanting to choose your own happiness, it's it upsets the balance of other relationships. Other people might be upset with you. There are consequences to choosing yourself um, and your own happiness over other people's happiness. And as women, we are taught to not put ourselves first. We are taught to put everyone else's needs above our own and leave whatever we have left for us. And that's not healthy. <laughs> um, it's not really healthy because you're, you're not choosing your own happiness and you're not choosing to love yourself and your, your own needs and take care of those and your own wants when you're actively putting someone else's needs and wants above your own. So being in a position where you want something to be better and you want something to change because you want your, the pain to stop is effectively a choice, the choice of choosing your own happiness. Yeah, so when is it okay to put your needs first and when is it important to put somebody else's needs first? I think this is like the kind of the quintessential challenging question for women. Yeah. And I think particularly as we're coming out of the pandemic where for so many women they put everybody else's needs in front of their own. And so there are a lot of women exhausted right now. I, I just read post after post on uh, social media of women being exhausted and feeling unappreciated and like they just don't know how they can go on because what happened was they totally depleted themselves during the pandemic 
many were working, caring for spouses, caring for elderly relatives. I know tons of people who moved home to take care of their older parents and were managing their household at home at the same time. And there's a lot that's been going on for people where it's time for them to start thinking about, okay, where do my needs fit in now? Is it time to bring that back to the forefront? And I, I think, you know, Sarah and I were talking about this earlier. It's like, there are times when she was a child when her needs were more important than mine. Um, but I couldn't create an entire life where her needs, her needs were always more important than mine, or she would never learn to take care of her needs herself. And I would never get my own needs met. We, we would have created a really dysfunctional relationship where she thought she was the person who required everyone's attention and that nobody else required attention and that she wasn't self-sufficient enough to, um, to find the solution she needed in the moment. And so there's, there's a really interesting balance between allowing your child to have freedom and consequences and self-responsibility and being there when they need you. And it's a dance. It really is a dance. And even now in her adult life, there are times when I will make a choice to be there for her rather than do something for myself. But I don't do it on a daily basis. I don't do it to the um, extent that it's um, taking away from my happiness. I, I really pay attention to these are unusual times. And if yeah. she really needs some extra support, I'm going to give that to her in much the same way that when I've needed extra support, she's given that to me. And that isn't necessarily how it was pre-pandemic. Uh, I, I think we would have been there for each other in that way, but it wasn't required in the same way. Mm -hmm. This has been a whack year. It has been one hell of a roller coaster ride. And there's just points where, you know, you're doing your best. You know, your best is not anywhere near what it was a year and a half ago. And so sometimes you need someone to just give you a hug. Sometimes you need someone to rub your back and say, it's all going to be okay. You're doing fine. It, just breathe. It's okay. Um, and and that's and that's okay. Like, to, to ask for extra support when you need it is is really okay. It's just, like, we, we all need some extra support these days. It's It's bonkers. You know, we can fully admit to that. Yeah, and it's funny because sometimes you think at the in the height of the pandemic, and depending where you're living, you've experienced this really differently. But in the height of the pandemic, for a lot of us, it seemed really awful. And now we're feeling some of the same kinds of really awful feelings as we come out of it and try to plot what this post-pandemic life looks like. And what did we love about the pre-pandemic life that we had? You know, did we love the busyness, or was it masking something? Did we love the constant taking care of other people's needs or did we realize that I was we were never taking care of our own needs you know what was going on that was pre-pandemic that you really liked what was going on during the isolation periods that you really liked there are a lot of people who've talked a lot more about loving the intimacy of smaller gatherings being able to say no to things that they didn't want to go to oh it's a pandemic I really can't come to that gathering and uh, that I think has been really interesting so where can you take some of that forward now and create a life that you really love and make the changes that are required for you to feel like you're living a more fulfilled, happier, more extraordinary life that really fits you and your needs and who you are in the world now? Yeah, and the thing is that might change, you know, in a year. Um, and that might change in two years. You know, it, it's just you have to look at what do you want right now? What feels good right now? 
Um, and what you can, what can you do to bring what you, what feels good into your life more? And, um, you may find once you have it more in your life, you're like, you know what, this, this is fine, but you know, I can do better. There's, there's more that I could have and I would like some more and you can do something else to bring, you know, whatever else, uh, you want more of into your life. It's, it's just a process and a journey that you can keep going through, um, to really creating the life that you really want. Because there might be a door that hasn't opened yet, but it'll open two years from now. And you're like, whoa, this is fantastic. I can't believe I never thought of this before. You know? Well, it's allow yourself to dream again. Because I, I think so many things got put on hold. Oh. I'm seeing like this mad rush of people who are like, all of their travel needs have been pent up. And this mad rush of people trying to get in as much as they can. I, I was reading a post today of somebody like who booked all these things that she wasn't even sure she wanted to do them. But the place was opening up. And so she decided she was going to like go for it. Well, she hadn't really taken some time to kind of settle into what does she want to plan. Mm -hmm. uh, it was, again, more escaping. Like, I'm going to go on this trip because it's going to make me feel better. Well, it might and it might not. And it, it, feeling good is an inside job. It's not going to be mm -hmm. taken care of by a relationship. It's not going to be taken care of by a trip. It's not going to be taken care of by a better job, more money. Feeling good is an inside job. And so you got to really look at what's going on inside of you that feels great and what really needs to change. You know, I just want to re reiterate that again. Is like, what is great about who you are and what's going on in you right now? How's your spiritual life? How's your emotional life? How's your uh, physical life? How's your friend life? Your relationships? All of those things. Just to take a look at what feels really good and what needs to change. And, and just look at where... Do you love yourself enough to make that change? Maybe it's a health change. You know you need to exercise more. You know you need to get up out of, out of bed in the morning and just get yourself moving. You know, whatever it is, you know, what yeah. is that thing that will feel better if you do it? So we've been talking a lot about wanting to wake up energized. We've really worked on exercise and our mm -hmm. diets and all of that because uh, we both have been feeling some of the same things. And so one of the things that I decided today was... I love just laying in my bed and I'm going to allow myself to do it a couple of times a week in the mornings and it's not the same in, at night. So it's not like I can go to bed earlier at night and just have that snuggle time in bed. It's not the same. I wake up in the morning and it's just like the bed feels warm and cozy and I love that feeling and I can stay there for a lot longer than I think is probably good for me. And so I'm going to maybe five, I, I haven't worked out all the details yet, but I'm thinking maybe five days a week, I'm going to get up within minutes of waking up and just get some movement going and see if that changes kind of how my body reacts because I love myself enough to make that change. And so I love that feeling of snuggling in bed mm -hmm. in the morning, but I really want to feel something different. So it's experimenting. You know, when we've both been experimenting with what foods we're eating, what kind of exercise we're doing, what kind of activities, what kind of screen time, you know, all kinds of things. And so this next thing is like, I, I love myself enough to make this change. And, it, and for me, this one's easy because it doesn't impact anybody else. And, um, you know, sometimes when we're having to, to make a change that impacts other people, we're way more challenged. And so I really yeah. invite you to take a few minutes for yourself today and just look at what's really great in your life. What really could, you know... Be something that could be a little bit better and you know as we both say all the time it's baby steps so it is not yeah. a big step for me to decide i'm getting out of bed in the morning this is not like a giant step 
but maybe it'll be a giant step to do it five days a week and I have to mm-hmm. do it three days a week or do it once this week. You know, whatever it is, I'm going to break it down so that it feels attainable and manageable. And the, the whole loving yourself thing is such a foreign concept to so many people. Yeah. Uh, it's, we're not taught that. Like, you know, thinking about and like my entire school experience, I don't think we were really, we're, you know, we're taught to care about kind of other people. Like the whole thing is sharing is caring. I think that's the biggest thing from childhood most people walk away with, at least in my generation. Um, is sharing is caring. But at the same time, it's, it's so much about looking at other people and seeing what they need and what they want and trying to cater to that, to work your way up towards success or something like that. It's not always looking at taking your dreams and really following them. And figuring out what it is that you really want and prioritizing that because you know you have familial expectations maybe your friends have expectations whatever it is your teachers professors you know um, co-worker bosses or whatever might decide oh you're really good at this job why don't you like continue doing this something like that where you feel like there's this pressure from other people to be a certain way and it, you know sometimes you just follow it because it's easier you know, maybe you get good benefits, you get paid well, whatever it is. But, you know, it's not like really what you want to be doing. And I feel, and it's not, and like the thing is with that, I, a lot of people get in those kind of situations and sometimes in it's in romantic relationships, it's with, it, within friendships. It's not necessarily like a work thing where you're, you've gotten your, you've maybe been, like guided or suggested into the situation because people think it would be good for you and and it's fine but it's not all of that what you want you know it's just like it's good enough it's good enough but you know it could be better but you're not really sure like where you could get better yeah and, and it's funny because as you were talking about this i was also thinking about what a, a self-absorbed um decade it's been with people being all about themselves and you know this the evolution of selfies and and uh, you know i i get kind of tired of of all of the um, self-absorption also and so there's this really interesting dynamic of of being there and being um there for other people and giving and and finding those relationships that are good enough and then there's this other dynamic of like what if you could have extraordinary relationships yeah what if you could have uh, an extraordinary partnership or romantic relationship. What if that was possible? And what if it's possible with the person you're already with? And that's the thing one of my teachers said to me once is like, it's so much easier to create in your friends the kind of relationships you want than to go find new relationships. Because a lot of people, as they start to feel like they really get uh, a lot of these concepts better, they just decide they need new friends. And I, I'm always in favor of adding new people into my circle. I love having lots of new kinds of people um, who aren't, aren't like me uh, in my life, just so I, I learn and grow with them. But I'm also a fan of like looking at my own relationships and saying, okay, which ones are ones that I just cannot grow? I just don't feel that potential there. I don't feel like that reciprocity. And where do I let those go from my everyday life? And where do I embrace the ones where I feel like there's that potential, where there's that commitment of, mm-hmm. of a friend or a romantic partner to want more? And... Um, and more to me in this case means uh, more intimacy, more mm-hmm. connection, more depth, that kind of thing. And so really looking at where, what you're bringing to the table 
and where you're looking for everybody else to meet those needs. Because I think that's the thing we've talked about a few times. And the thing that I think has been the most uh, troubling is, is, is having so many people that are wanting more and more from you, but not being willing to give. And, uh, you know, for me, I've let go of certain people that I don't have in my day-to-day life. Uh, other people, I have decided um, I'm fine seeing them, but I'm not going to initiate because there's not a good feeling of reciprocity with them. And I've just decided to kind of keep my eye on the prize, which is for me, loving myself and having more intimacy, having a greater spiritual depth um, and, and deeper, more intimate connections with friends. And so I just keep my eye on the prize and I look at what changes I need to make to get there. And then I'm loving myself enough to move in that direction. And I'm allowing there to be space when nobody's stepping in to fill the void. I'm allowing there to be space. And, you know, nature pours a vacuum. And so, you know, if, if there's an emptiness in your life, it will fill, but it will fill with whatever <clears throat> you allow in and welcome in. And so for me, I'm really looking at the changes I want to make as... Um, the most loving ways I can welcome in that kind of connection and, and love. And so loving myself is that first step to welcoming in love with other people. And that's, I don't think there's more that's greater about life than that. Yeah. Yeah. Got anything more? I think that's good for today. Yeah. I feel pretty good. I feel complete. Yeah. Yeah. So as always, let us know how we can support you. And just remember, we love you. Mwah.